Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. You're going to find more uh, pothole, patching, pothole patching operations blocking the center lane, right lane, starting on the approach to Warrington Road. And this will take you about three miles or so past Warrington Road. That's exit 133. Stay over to the far left side. Traffic very light, so there are no delays between Fredericksburg and Springfield. The WTOP Traffic Center is presented by Window Nation. Pay no interest for five years on your new windows. Visit windownation.com. I'm Ken Berger, WTOP Traffic. Just below freezing this morning, some areas is out there in the lower to upper 30s. Those lower 30s next time we have temperatures as low during the morning will be on Monday. Our skies mostly cloudy and there's a little bit of patchy fog and stray showers around the area. So watch some of the elevated surfaces could be a little slick. Later today, just shy of 50 degrees with a chance of afternoon and evening showers and then areas of rain for Thursday, especially 6 a.m. till 6 p.m. headed up to the lower 60s. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. We're waking up to 38 degrees in our nation's capital at 359. You're listening to WTOP. Washington's news, traffic, and weather station. WTOP News. Facts matter. Wednesday morning, midweek, January 24th. Welcome in. I'm Dean Lane. Coming up this early morning, looks like history is repeating itself in New Hampshire, with former President Trump and President Biden both projected to win the primary. Concerns over leadership in Montgomery County schools are felt at the county council. I'm Kate Ryan. The daughter of the former director of national intelligence has her murder conviction tossed out. The surprising drug find in an area apartment. This was a dangerous scene for officers. I'm Mike Marilla. Wall Street ended on a mixed note. Asian stocks mixed this morning as well. Good morning. Welcome in 4 o'clock by WTOP. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Progressive Insurance. I'm Christopher Cruz. CBS News projects former President Trump will win the first in the nation primary for the third time. Here in New Hampshire, Donald Trump won men and women and white and non-whites and across age groups. He says he's on his way to the Republican nomination. When you win Iowa and you win New Hampshire, they've never had a loss. There's never been. So we're not going to be the first, I can tell you. But until that happens, his rival Nikki Haley remains in the race and says she's staying there. Well, I'm a fighter. And I'm scrappy. And now we're the last one standing next to Donald Trump. The biggest issues for voters, the economy, immigration, foreign policy, and abortion. Matt Piper, CBS News, Manchester, New Hampshire. As noted, Nikki Haley came in second. She says she will compete in the next contest, which is her home state of South Carolina. That happens in about a month. At a rally in northern Virginia, President Biden began to sharpen his attacks on Trump, promising to do everything he can to ensure a woman has a right to choose whether to have an abortion. Are you ready to defend democracy? Are you ready to protect our freedoms? And are you ready to win this election? 6,000 volunteers have spread out across Los Angeles County for a three-day annual counting of the homeless. The story from CBS News Los Angeles reporter Tom Waite. L.A.'s annual homeless count is now underway. Mayor Bass on the launch of this year's count. We do have concerns, however, because we know when the COVID protections ended, we know that this year we had the eviction moratorium in. Volunteers use an app to enter their data, which is then used to 
create an estimate. A study done at UC San Francisco finds one in five women who end up homeless are victims of domestic violence. A lot of tech companies have laid off a lot of employees recently, including eBay, which just fired a thousand employees. Artificial intelligence may be partly to blame, says CBS News tech contributor Ian Schur. AI answers people are getting from ChatGPT or Google or Bing don't seem to be encouraging people to click the link to learn more from the source, and thus lower traffic means lower payments in ads. They're accused of distributing methamphetamine, cocaine, and other illegal drugs. There's been a crackdown on drug traffickers in East Mississippi by federal agents. The agents made about 40 arrests of people with ties to multiple states, including California and Texas. This is CBS News. Sponsored by Progressive Insurance. Drivers who switch and save with Progressive save nearly $750 on average. Call or click today and find out if we could save you hundreds on your car insurance. WTOP at 403. Good Wednesday morning, midweek, January 24th, 2024. Welcome in. Mostly cloudy. Chance of afternoon and evening showers on this Wednesday. Veronica said the high should be 45 to 50. We're at 40 right now. Good morning to you. I'm Dean Lane. We do indeed thank you for taking us along for your early morning ride. While the Montgomery County Board of Education has said it will not comment further on the status of the superintendent, the county council is hearing plenty this week from parents. There's nothing more important in the community than our public school system. Montgomery County Council President Andrew Friedson says while the council's oversight role is limited when it comes to schools, the council is hearing from parents who want to know what's going on between the school board and the superintendent. Monday, Superintendent Monifa McKnight issued a public statement saying she's been asked by board members to, quote, step away from her job and vowed to defend her reputation. Friedson says the council's waiting for an inspector general's report on the school system's handling of sexual harassment allegations by a former middle school principal. We'll have recommendations on policy and procedure changes at MCPS that we can discuss at that point. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. WTOP News Time, now 4.04. The murder conviction has been thrown out, apparently, for Sophia Negroponte. She is the daughter of former Director of National Intelligence, John Negroponte. And she was convicted, you may remember, of stabbing her best friend to death about a year ago. Negroponte went to prison for second-degree murder in the case and the killing of her friend, Yusuf Rasmussen, and that was in early 2020. But now the appellate court of Maryland, in this case, has sent the case back, we're told, for a new trial, saying the jury should not have seen parts of an interrogation video showing police questioning Negroponte's credibility. The court also says the jury should never have heard testimony from a prosecution expert witness who also questioned her credibility. No charges will be filed in another case against four U.S. Park police officers in connection to a local deadly police chase on Benning Road in northeast D.C. two years ago. 29-year-old James Herndon of Hyattsville was killed that day in the early morning after a police chase in June that summer of 2022. U.S. Attorney's Office for D.C. says there is not enough evidence to pursue criminal, civil rights, or other charges against the officers. During the night of the wreck, D.C. police were trying, they say, at that time to conduct a traffic stop on Herndon, who was driving at the time a three-wheel Can-Am sports motorcycle because they believed he was wanted as a murder suspect. Herndon took off, leading D.C. police then and at the request of D.C. police, U.S. Park police officers on that chase. Herndon lost control eventually of his motorcycle and crashed. He was pronounced dead at the scene. WTOP at 405. 
At one local apartment in Prince George's County, police were able to take a whole lot of drugs off the streets. Our Mike Marillo says this happened just last week. I don't week. think we knew exactly what was going to be inside the apartment uh, when they made the uh, entrance. And last Thursday, Deputy Chief Zachary O'Leary with Prince George's County Police as detectives serving a search warrant at an apartment on Hamilton Street in Riverdale found nine men, three guns, cocaine, and thousands of fentanyl pills. This was a dangerous scene for officers, and they took nine suspects into custody with out incident. And he says the Prince George's County Police Department was able to intercept nearly 14,000 fentanyl pills before they were able to be sold on our streets. All the men, most of whom are from the county, are facing a long list of drug charges in Upper Marlboro. Mike Marillo, WTOP News. WTOP at 406 Wednesday morning. I can see clearly now the rain. So what impact is the recent rain and snow we've been seeing around here having on drought conditions across the region? This morning, WTOP Scott Gelman tells us things are getting better, but it is apparently, according to officials, still too early to say whether we will have to conserve water yet again. The recent rains and snow are very good news for the basin. But Michael Nardolilli with the Interstate Commission on the Potomac River Basin warns... We are not out of the woods yet. If we had the return to the dry conditions of the summer, uh, the river would drop. In our area, only parts of western Virginia are experiencing what the U.S. Drought Monitor calls abnormally dry conditions. It's unclear what may happen this spring and summer. Is this just a, uh, a drought that we had in 2023, or is it going to be a two-year drought extending into 2024? Nardo Lilly explains the drought conditions are getting better, but it's too soon to say whether we'll have to take shorter showers and limit watering the lawn. It's sort of like predicting the stock market. Scott Gelman, WTOP News. WTOP at 407. You're with WTOP and Dean Lane. How do you keep up in a world that refuses to slow down? WTOP News. That's how. Get up to speed. Check back with us two, three, four times a day. WTOP News. Facts matter. Good Wednesday morning, midweek, January 24th. Glad you're starting your day with us here at WTOP. Time now is 4.08. Michael and Sons heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Sons. Rather good weather on the eights and when it breaks, good Wednesday morning to Ken Berger with this this early morning in the WTOP Traffic Center. Thank you, Dean. Good morning, everybody. On the Capitol Belt with the inner loop between Van Dorn Street and the Springfield Interchange. Watch out for traffic engineering operations. The left lane and the left center lane blocked on the inner loop. Also on the outer loop, mobile alternating closures of the right lane, of the right inside lane and right outside lane in the area between the Toll Road and Braddock Road. And then the outer loop ramp to 66 westbound. All lanes are shut down. Outer loop express lane south of Virginia 7. Right lane closed because of maintenance work. Also on the inner loop, just after the Dulles Toll Road, be prepared for the left lane and center lane blocked because of construction activity. In Maryland and Prince George's County, the accident continues on the outer loop at US 50, the John Hanson Highway. Two right lanes are blocked. Also, exit 19B is closed as they work with this accident activity. Exit 19A is open, however, to go eastbound on 50. So for the time being, they get off the beltway. You can have to head up to the next exit after the accident scene. That's 450 Annapolis Road or before the accident, take Maryland 202 Landover Road and navigate to yourself into the district. In Washington, Canal Road, both directions between Foxhall Road and Reservoir Road Northwest shut down because of the emergency utility zone. This involves some downed wires. Go Electric the Fitzway, looking for an electric car? Try the new Subaru Solterra, Hyundai Ioniq, or the Toyota BZ4X. State and federal incentives available. Go Electric at Fitzmall.com. I'm Ken Berger, WTOP Traffic. 
Mostly cloudy skies here this morning. We're tracking some patchy fog and even a few stray showers. We'll watch for anything that might freeze on some of the bridges and overpasses. Otherwise, we're mostly cloudy today with a few afternoon scattered showers. That'll carry through the evening with a high temperature just shy 50 degrees. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Ronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. Breaking up to a bit of a chill this early 4 a.m. hour Wednesday morning. Not quite as cold as it's been for the last couple of mornings at this hour. 35 right now at Rockville. It's 37 in Ashburn, 39 Fort Washington. Back up to 40 in our nation's capital. Brought to you this time around on WTLP this morning by Long Fence. Save 25% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest financing. Terms and conditions do apply. Check them out. Go to longfence.com. WTLP at 410. On WTLP, of course, we bring you money news at 10 and 40 past the hour. Here's Jeff Clayball Wednesday morning. Netflix added another 13 million subscribers last quarter. Its biggest quarterly growth since... The surge at the beginning of the pandemic. Urban Turf says Tesla plans to open a showroom on M Street in Georgetown. It's fifth in the D.C. area. The D.C. Boat Show returns to National Harbor in May. Last year's boat show there was the first D.C. boat show in 14 years. The Dow lost 96 points Tuesday. The S&P 500 closed in another record high. Jeff Clayball. WTOP News. Overseas, Asian stocks ended mixed. The Nikkei down by 291 points. The Kospi off nine. The Hang Seng gained 546 points. The Shanghai was up 50. Good morning. Glad you're with us here at WTOP. Time now is 411. Welcome in. How many times will you risk that dangerous climb in and out of the bathtub this new year? It's a smart resolution to convert that unsafe, ugly old bathtub to a gorgeous new shower. The shower system from PJ Fitzpatrick features a low, low entry that means no more tub hopping for 2024. A PJ Fitzpatrick shower is luxurious, affordable, and it all installs in just one day. Plus, PJ Fitzpatrick will include a free designer safety package this month. Visit TrustPJ.com for your free design consultation. The Washington region, where the news changes faster than a teenager's mood. Hi, Mom. Leave me alone. If you want to keep up, keep checking back with WTOP two, three, four times a day. WTOP News. Facts matter. When a warrior faces adversity, he fights through it. He finds a way. Freedom isn't free. Rolling strong. Belief. Believe you can and you will. Wheelchairs for Warriors provides mobility solutions to veterans and first responders injured in the line of duty. Join the mission and visit wheelchairsforwarriors.org. Good Wednesday morning, midweek, January 24th. Welcome in. If you're just joining us, we're glad you're with us this early hour. Mostly cloudy today. Veronica says we have a chance of afternoon and evening showers. Grab that raincoat. High today, she expects 45 to 50 for the actual high. We are right now at... 40 degrees once again in our nation's capital. 413. Good morning to you. I'm Ian Lane. Glad you're with us this early morning. This is WTOP News. Going for the entertainment goal this early Wednesday morning on WTLP. The nominees are out for the 96th Annual Academy Awards this week. There are some surprises here, including one big snub for Barbie, but Christopher Nolan's Oppenheimer leads the way right now with an explosive 13 noms. Will it finally be Nolan's year after all? Jay Frey's with us, WTOP Entertainment Editor Jason Freely, to give us his take this morning. 
But not only did it get the most nominations with 13, by the way, one shy of the record, 14. So not only is it leading with the most nominations, I also just think it was the best made movie. It was my favorite of the year. And Christopher Nolan's also so overdue. You know, you got the career Oscar vibes going for it. Memento, Inception, Dunkirk, Interstellar, all that. And, you know, even mainstream people can get on board with this because superhero fans have been rooting for Nolan to win since The Dark Knight wasn't nominated. That's why they expanded to 10 nominees for Best Picture when Dark Knight was snubbed. So they're rooting for Nolan for that. And for Iron Man, Robert Downey Jr., they're rooting for him to get supporting actor and first-time nominations for Killian Murphy and Emily Blunt for the movie. So there's a lot of good feeling about it. And I think it would be good for the movies and good for the Oscars for a blockbuster to win like that. I think Argo, about over a decade ago, was the last time that a $100 million domestic grocer won Best Picture. So it would be great if an Oppenheimer or maybe even a Barbie could surprise. Like, I think that would be great for the Oscars. Jason, speaking of Barbie, seemed like there were some surprisingly snubby things happening there, didn't it? I mean, it got eight, but there were still some big holes. Surprisingly snubby. I like that phrase. Yeah. Yes, thrilled that it got Best Picture nomination. Thrilled to see Ryan Gosling. You know, he was Ken uh, for supporting actor. And America Ferreira, that was a pleasant surprise, Barbie fans. Voters were sleeping on her in previous award shows, but thankfully got in there because that monologue about how contradictory hard it is to be a woman w- was amazing. Deserve it alone. But in terms of the nubby stuff you're talking about, lead actress Margot Robbie, literally the central performance, the face of that movie, wasn't nominated. And director Greta Gerwig wasn't nominated at all. And so to me, it's like, okay, you're sort of throwing the proverbial Barbie out with the bathwater with that. You know, literally the creative (laughs) force, the director and the lead actress, not nominated. But okay, maybe it directed itself. I don't know. Don't worry. Margot Robbie is in there. She is nominated for producing the movie. So she'll be there, you know, vying for Best Picture. And Gerwig did get nominated for writing, you know, for adapted screenplay. I hope she wins there. So both will be at the Oscars. But it is generating a lot of buzz for a movie, you know, about, you know, trying to critique the patriarchy. Once again, Gerwig and Robbie aren't nominated. Okay, final 30 seconds. What else stood out to you? Well, I noticed Leo DiCaprio got snubbed for Killers of the Flower Moon. I think people just sort of taking it for granted at this point. But Lily Gladstone, his co-star, became the first Native American woman nominated for Best Actress. So that's pretty cool. Martin Scorsese, I was so happy to see him get in there. He earned his 10th Best Director nomination. So that passes Steven Spielberg's nine for second all-time. Scorsese's now second all-time Best Director nominations behind only the great William Wyler, you know, Best Years for Our Lives and Ben-Hur and stuff. So some all-timer stuff happening this year but it's going to be exciting to watch we have some actual major players that people went and saw nominated this year so that's what's exciting this time talking oscar gold this morning that's entertainment editor and film critic here at wtlp our jason fraley talking with ann and sean Quick look at some of the top stories early Wednesday morning we're following for you on T.O.P. Former President Donald J. Trump is the projected winner this morning of the New Hampshire Republican primary. President Joe Biden has won the Democratic primary on a write-in. Meantime, President Biden making abortion this week a key issue in his re-election campaign, speaking at a rally in Manassas. In addition, U.S. military hits Iranian-backed militia targets in Iraq. More in just minutes. You are listening to 103.5 FM and WTOP.com. Lead Law Enforcement Against Drugs and Violence is the most rapidly growing drug and violence prevention charity in the United States. By using an evidence-based, tested, and proven effective curricula taught by law enforcement and educators, LEAD's school-based anti-drug and anti-violence program empowers children to make the right decisions about drugs, violence, alcohol, and bullying. Learn more about LEAD at leadrugs.org or follow us at We Are LEAD. Sponsored by LEAD Incorporated. And on that morning when- 
WTOP and Dean Lane. The WTOP Charity of the Month is Central Union Mission. Men, women, and children experiencing homelessness and poverty have begun the new year hungry, lonely, and hopeless. But homelessness can end one person at a time when you partner with Central Union Mission. With $3.21, you can provide a meal, care, and an introduction to Central Union Mission's life-changing programs. A gift of $50 will feed and care for 15 people. How much hope can you provide? Visit WTOP.com and search charities. Good Wednesday morning, January 24th. Thanks for starting your early hour with us. Time now to be exact, 418. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks, first over to Ken Berger with his early hour in the WTOP Traffic Center. Thank you, Dean. Only one accident remaining in or around the district. This is on the Adeloupe and Prince George's County over by US 50, the John Hansen Highway. The two right lanes and the left shoulder remain closed between the ramps to Route 50. Uh, Maryland State Police say that the ramp to uh, westbound 50 heading into Washington is closed, but the ramp on eastbound 50 exit 19A is open. So if you want to get off the Beltway and head inside the Beltway, you might want to take 450 Annapolis Road or before the accident scene, take Maryland 202 Landover road and navigate into the district. The two left travel lanes are open past this accident activity, and you'll find no major delays with a very light volume of traffic. Meanwhile, in Virginia, had some bridge work going on on northbound 95 just after Dale Boulevard. Uh, just got word that that bridge work has been cleared, so all lanes are now open now as you come north of Aquia Harbor all the way to Springfield. However, down in the Fredericksburg area, actually starting in Thornburg, northbound 95 for the pothole patching operations, the central lane and right lane closed. Starting at 6.06, it takes you over the Rappahannock River, and then you're going to find these closures again just after the Rappahannock River or on the approach to U.S. 17, Warrington Road. And these powder patching operations continue about three miles past exit 133. The Washington, D.C. Auto Show returns to the Washington Convention Center January 19th through January 28th. Tickets at WashingtonAutoshow.com. I'm Ken Berger, WTOP Traffic. Coming right up after traffic and weather on WTOP this morning. Americans spend a record amount during the holidays. Some are still paying for it. I'm Luke Lukert. Morning temperatures here in the low to upper 30s across the area. So with some patchy fog and stray showers, we'll watch for any iciness on some of the bridges and overpasses. Otherwise, later today, how about high temperature? Close to 50 degrees. will be mostly cloudy. There's a chance for some scattered afternoon showers that could carry into the evening. But your biggest chance of rain will be on Thursday from what's looking like 6 a.m. till 6 p.m. Temperatures will be in the lower 60s with about a half inch of rain. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. Right now, uh, around the region, we're at 37 degrees in Manassas. You're waking up to 40 at Metro Center. It's 36 in Frederick, Maryland. Having dropped a few, we're down to 36 in our nation's capital. Good morning. Glad you're with us here at WTLP at 421. Welcome in. Many veterans in active duty military have invisible wounds like PTSD, post-traumatic stress disorder, depression, and anxiety. Help Heal Veterans offers them medicine that doesn't come in a bottle by providing free therapeutic craft kits, time-tested healing tools for invisible wounds that can help relieve pain and improve mobility and fine motor skills. HealVets.org, healing the invisible wounds of war through creativity. HealVets.org, sponsored by Help Heal Veterans. Stay up to date with WTOP News and 7 News First Alert Weather. Hey, so what's a great way to spread awareness that driving high is illegal everywhere? A catchy song, of course. You can run, or you can't drive high. You can run, 
Don't drive high. If you feel different, you drive different. Brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council. 422 on WTOP. Welcome in. Glad you're with us. It's early 4 a.m. hour on Wednesday. This is WTOP News. Here at home, an Arlington attorney pleads guilty to conspiring to sexually exploit children. U.S. Attorney's Office in this case for the Eastern District of Virginia says this morning, 50-year-old Mark Black pleaded guilty to one count of conspiracy to produce child pornography and a count of coercion and enticement. Black is set to be sentenced in the case on April 30th this spring. He could go to prison for life. The mandatory minimum is 15 years. He worked, we're told, for the FDIC. Court documents apparently show that Black is a former president of the Arlington Aquatic Club board and was also a member of two online groups that discussed exploiting children. A former Northern Virginia-based high school basketball coach has been charged with sexual offenses. 53-year-old George Portia of Winterville, North Carolina, coaching girls basketball at Washington Liberty High from 2000 to 2003. Arlington County Police say they launched an investigation locally into Portia two years ago after receiving information about inappropriate relationships that he may have had with minors during that time period. Portia was the 2001 National District Coach of the Year. He went on to serve as the head coach for Alexandria City High School's girls basketball team from 2004 to 2007, then coached the boys basketball team at Woodbridge High from 2014 to 2016. After that, he went on to coach college basketball and was let go from Virginia Tech in the fall of 2022. Now, Arlington County Police say in the case basketball was uh, he was let go in 2022. Arlington County Police believe there could be more victims here and are asking anyone with information to come forward as soon as possible. And you might have spent hundreds, maybe even thousands on those Christmas presents. But if you used a buy now, pay later program, uh, hang on, those final bills are a coming. And if you don't pay on time, some of these companies charge late fees. And if you're 90 days late, you could be sent to collections and that can ding your credit score. Companies like Klarna and Affirm claim their delinquency rates are low, though. These are relatively low dollar, short term loans. There's this feeling of, like, how much trouble could you get into, really? But Ted Rossman with Bankrate says they can still be financially dangerous. I think there is a risk to overspending. Maybe you have multiple plans running at the same time with different companies, and it can be easy to lose track. Luke Luger, WTOP News. A vote in the Virginia Senate to ban special treatment given to applicants at public universities. You may know them as legacy applicants, those trying to get into a college or university these days who are related to an alum or donor and get preferential treatment when it comes to admissions. The Virginia Senate approving legislation now on Tuesday this week to ban such treatment. The measure now goes to the House of Delegates. Supporters say it will advance fairness and expand pathways to the middle class. So far, no college has spoken out against the bill and no comment so far from Governor Glenn Youngkin's office in Virginia. You are listening to 103.5 FM at WTOP.com. Sports at 25 and 55. WTOP at 425 and Mr. Rob Woodfork this morning. The Capitals are so far 0 for the road, losing 5-3 in Minnesota in the second leg of their four-game road trip. Anthony Mantha scored two 